Hi everyone, our next guest, his name is Joshua Evan. Joshua Evan helps companies engage their teams in a way that you have a lower attrition rate, creating a corporate culture that just really not only helps the bottom line, but just helps with the entire organization's main purpose. So Joshua, thank you so much for coming on our Gifters podcast. Oh, Christopher, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And also, I want you all to know, Josh is actually a friend of mine. I've seen him in action firsthand. We were actually co-hosting and co-trading a sales training in Birmingham, Alabama. So Joshua can share with you more about how to get in touch with him later on. But just so you know, I vet Joshua. He's great as a trainer, as a speaker, as a coach. So this, you all know that. Um, this podcast, Joshua, is all about storytelling and how so many of the things that we do in life is about the stories that were told to us as kids. So was there a story as a kid that you were told or, or heard about that really inspired you to just be hopeful and have a smile on your face? Uh, actually, I, I can think of a couple, but one, one particular one is my parents were always making up stories that had lessons <laughs> that were attached to it. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there like, I find myself doing it with my own kids now, but they made up these two characters called Billy and Bob. And Billy and Bob were brothers and they always found themselves getting into trouble because they didn't do what they were supposed to do. And one particular, um, one particular story, they talk about Billy and Bob were hanging out and they decided they wanted to go canoeing out, out at the, uh, the lake. And they both went out canoeing and they didn't leave a note and tell their parents. And, they went out canoeing, and their parents are worried and they got everybody on, on the street looking for them and they called the police and the police are now looking for them. And there's this huge search party to find Billy and Bob. <laughs> and while the search party is going on, lo and behold, Billy and Bob come wandering back up with their canoe. And the moral, the moral of the story for my parents was, look, always leave a note. Always tell somebody where you're going. Wow. Now, and, which is a cool thing for, for children to kind of understand. Oh, okay, I need to tell mom and dad if I'm going to go play at my friend's house or go to the park, which is a great thing. But it's funny because as I get older, I see how it applies to so many other things in life. So, go Leaving ahead. notes, you mean? <laughs> no, not leaving notes, but telling people where you're going. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. in business, right? You need to tell, if you're not telling people where they're going to be at the end of working with you, whatever your business mm, might be. Nice. Yeah, you're not going to, to be able to paint the picture of, you know, this pristine finished product, whatever that might be. And in my case, it's, it's with companies, right? I have to be able to paint and tell them where we're going. And if I don't tell them where we're going, then they're not going to trust me. And so it, it's funny how I take this, these childhood stories and I, just, I, I always find myself like just applying them to everything. And that's just, that's one of many childhood stories that I had that, that was told to me as a kid and that stuck with me and whether I caught it the right way or not. Now that's a great lesson. And, and as you're saying, you work with clients and just sharing that story. I was like enthralled. I'm like, oh, this is a great story. I want to hear more. What's, what's going to happen with Billy and Bob? And then when you relate it to company, companies, it just makes it fun. And I've seen Joshua, again, making his, his, his leadership training fun. And where do you think your father and mother got the idea to even share stories like that as a kid for you? You know, that's a good question. I was a pretty distracted child. <laughs> and so I knew that my parents knew, at least, that they had to get my attention and that they had to hold my attention long enough to where I would catch these lessons. Because otherwise, and, and I, to this day, I'm still pretty um, ADD, but... Uh, instead of getting distracted, if somebody approached me with a story, with something valuable, with something that kind of intrigued me, I would listen and I would actually give my full attention. It's even like that today. If I'm, if I'm 
you know, watching some HBO show and it's just it, like Game of Thrones and it's pulling me into the story. Like, I want to pay attention. Is that what you're doing right now, Joshua? You're, you're watching Game of Thrones while we're having an interview and all these listeners are just completely enthralled in your story. You're telling us that you're not staying focused. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued about your podcast, so I'm absolutely focused. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, I think if, if a good story is so valuable and I think my parents knew that the only way to hold my attention from a, as a kid was to give me some sort of story. And, and Billy and Bob, the, the name is, it's just, it's just nomenclature, right? But it, it's, it symbolizes anybody else, right? And, it, and me, I had a brother at the time too, so they might as well just said Joshua and John. And that was me and my brother, but then said they used Billy and Bob. And I think, I think using stories, as we were talking about earlier, stories are just phenomenal for, yeah. for really having people catch your, your message. Absolutely, they're literally 22 times memorable than words. So whenever people ask me about, hey, how do you become a paid speaker and travel the world, Chris? I, I admire your life. I'm like, dude, share stories, but make those stories relevant to solutions. Just like you, you said, you literally segued from Billy and Bob to, well, guess what, Mr. Client or Mrs. Client? This is how you can use your story to pull your employees back in and get them more motivated. So why don't you share with us a story perhaps about one of your clients where you help them really transform their, their inner working into the teams. I'm sure our listeners would be interested in learning about your, 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 your work. Absolutely. And so I'm going to, I'm going to use uh, pseudonyms because I don't want to yeah, sure. my clients do, do well, the you remember Michael Jordan or, you know, like Apple, you know, it's okay. <laughs> That's great. No. So there, there's a, a smaller company that I've worked with before and they had, they had some serious staff issues. And so they had people that had been there for a long time. They're real complacent. I mean, even just to look, if you were to go to their offices, it just, it felt beige mm -hmm. if I could call it anything else. And they, they were just, they were happy just kind of, scraping along the bottom. And, and once we started working together, I, I met with their CEO first. I was like, look, what are you trying to accomplish? What do you want this to be? Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, is he had spent so much time worrying about the nuances and the daily routines and getting their, all their policies in place and making sure that they had enough butts and seats that he didn't realize that he could dream. He, mm -hmm. he, he was in a position to, to, to actually step back and talk about his aspiration for the organization. Once we started having that conversation, things started to come to light. So slowly, we started to understand not only what he wanted his employees to feel when they came to work, what he, what he wanted his clients to feel when they did business with him, and even went as far as to talk about um, what his competition would feel about them. And so once, we, once those discussions started coming up, he really started to realize, and, and I guess you can just say it, it kind of rose to the surface, all the changes that need to happen. Wow. And, and until, until you really take a, a step back, and people say, yo, that 30,000 foot view, but until you take a step back and really talk about what your end game is, like we talked about before, right? Like, like Billy and Bob, you have to know where you're going without, once you figure out where you're wanting to go, it makes it easier to make some of those hard decisions. Now, some of those hard decisions ended up being that we had to let a couple people go. And, I, and it was under my suggestion, like you should let these couple people go and you need to find somebody to fill this sort of a role. And while it was hard in the short term, the long term has been phenomenal. They're they're thirty six percent more profitable um, this quarter than they were the quarter before, just by making a few tweaks and changes, and just by having their their um, president of the company looking at the, the big vision instead of being stuck down in the weeds with the day to day minutia. That's a great story, Joshua. Now you stressed feel many times, and just for our listeners to know. We all process things differently. Some of us are visual learners. Some of us are auditory. Some of us are kinesthetic. And when Josh talks about feel, it's been studied. There's a book called uh, Talk Like Ted by, by Carmine Galli where he studies TED Talks. And he found that 65% of our effectiveness as communicators are how we feel, how we emote things based on stories. So Joshua has literally just dived in, talked about Billy and Bob. I'm literally going to have it in my mind all day long, Joshua. <laughs> I love it. Billy and Bob, Billy and Bob. And because... 
has alliteration too. And I'm guessing your parents didn't want to use Joshua or John because that's too close, where if you created a story of some other one else, it's like, oh, that's cool. But for the listeners, I want you to know that Joshua is talking about how to make your clients feel more because if they feel good about you, like every time I talk to Joshua, every time I work with Joshua, I feel good because he's fun, he's animate, he's giving. So just keep in mind that Joshua is telling you and showing you how to feel and create that feeling with other clients because if they don't like you, they're probably not going to work with you. It's a great point to share with our listeners, Joshua. Well, thank you. Yeah. So we only have a few more minutes. What are some low points you have felt that you feel that you're like hitting rock bottom. We just had a guest earlier and she talked about how she was literally working 18 hours days. And at one time she just pretty much almost collapsed on her bathroom floor and she completely surrendered. But then a month later, she was just killing it with her coaching business. What are those times in your life? No pressure, of course, but if, what are some times where you felt so deeply in surrender, but somehow you figured out how to get out of it? Cause this podcast is all about using your story to inspire other people. What? Perfect. I, I, you know, in, you say low points and I have a story that immediately comes to mind. It's not even about business. Uh, when I was in college, I had had a long-term uh, girlfriend for know, about two and a half years and I thought everything was going great. And then one day out of the blue, um, she broke up with me, which, you know, as, as somebody in, you know, their early twenties, maybe late teens, I might have, I think I was 20 at the time, maybe 21 or 20. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But being so young, the, the emotional impact of that, because it is such a huge, it was a tenth of my life that I'd been with this person. <laughs> you know, if you think about it like that, it, it was overwhelming emotionally and, and just physically. And they say that, you know, losing a relationship is, is the same kind of thing that causes um, the pain centers in the brain to react. And mm -hmm. so those kind of synapses are firing and just, it, it was this crushing moment. And as I'm like, I'm getting back to the house that I was renting or subletting, I guess, from these guys. And I walk in and I was like, hey, Cody, man, my girlfriend just broke up with me. He's like, oh, that sucks, man. Well, I hate to do this to you on today, but we're going to have to kick you out of the house, man. I was uh -huh. like, what? And so on the same day, and, it, it, and it, it's not a big deal now, right? I mean, I'm 20 years down the road. It's not a big deal. But in that moment, like, it felt like I was getting hit from every direction, right? So I lose my girlfriend. I lose the house that I'm staying at, right? Well, my backup was, would have been to stay with her, but that's not an option anymore. And so I, I have no idea what's going on. I'm just like sitting down on my front porch. I'm just, I can't believe what kind of situation I'm in. So I, I end up uh, kind of reaching out to a buddy of mine that, that we weren't even that good of a friends at the time. But I reached out to him and said, hey, man, this is going on. Can we go, you know, grab a coffee or something? I just need, I need to just sit and think for a minute. Hmm. After sitting and thinking, I kind of unload all this stuff on him. He said, hey, you know what? I had a, move, a roommate move out. Why don't you come move in with me? And so I ended up moving into my buddy's house with him. And he, he, ended, up, he ended up not only uh, being a great roommate, but um, he helped me get over these things. And all it was, he was, he was constantly playing, and I still remember, he was playing the Beatles album Revolver on repeat nice. all the time. Nice. I'm like, yeah, there's some emotional pieces in there, right? And there's some stuff about getting broken up with in there. But having that on repeat and having him there for me was really interesting. And we became such good friends that he ended up being one of the groomsmen in my wedding. Wow. And yeah. You know, dozens of years later. And the, the really crazy thing about it is recently I ran into him again. We were hanging out and I was like, man, I just want to tell you, cause I was thinking about it. You had such a huge impact. It was so um, cathartic and helpful and therapeutic for me when, when you took me in, right? After all these, this chain of bad things happened to me, 
I just, I'm so thankful. You really, you had such a huge impact on me. Thanks, man. And he goes, what? I, I don't even remember that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And you would play revolver on repeat. He goes, Oh, I do like the Beatles. And that does sound like me, but that's awesome. I had he had no idea. Wow. The huge impact he had on me and in, in helping me get over this, this really low spot in my life. He had no idea. And, and it's funny because I think none of us have an idea of how huge of an impact we have on other people around us. Yeah. And so in our day-to-day lives, in our businesses, with our families, we have a huge opportunity to positively impact other people, whether we know how large of an impact we're making or not. And that's something that I've not only taken away from that, but I'm trying to be that sort of an influence on other people. And yeah. I think if we can all kind of take that idea that you may not know how big of an impact you have, but you are having an impact. Everybody is. That's, that's a great story, Joshua. And it's a great way to end our podcast. How can our guests stay in touch with you and learn more about your services? Well, they can go ahead and check out my website. It's joshuamevans.com. Or they can check me out on any of the social media platforms at enthusiasticu, Y-O-U. That's awesome, Joshua. Thank you so much for being on our podcast, our Giftus podcast. What Joshua is saying, it reminds me that friends are like firefighters. The true friends run in when everyone else runs out. And this friend of yours didn't even realize he was a firefighter who potentially even saved your life emotionally. But here you are, here I am, and here his story is. And so thank you so much for your time, Joshua. I really appreciate it. Again, reach out to Joshua at, again, what, were your, what was your contact information? JoshuaMEvans.com or at EnthusiasticU on most social media networks. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joshua. Thank you very much, Christopher. Bye.